Welcome to the Draft Podcast, where we fuck everything, including each other. With me today, Andy Liner, A-Train, we have James, Baby, Breeze, Brian Tang. Hey, yo! We've got Drew, the Diesel Destroyer Kissler. Very close. Like awesome. <laughs> yeah. Big, Big Diesel. Big Diesel Destroyer. <laughs> two, 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 two. I actually like that better. We should add Destroyer to your name. <laughs> Just as long as every week <laughs> something Diesel else destroyer. is added. To it. <laughs> well, the big diesel, <laughs> baby breeze. Today we're going. We're going back a little bit. We're getting real sentimental. We are drafting coming of age teen movies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're, oh yeah. No college. So uh, Van Wilder, you don't make the list. Um, but this is, this is gonna be awesome. We're about to blow everybody's little biscuits. Alright, I'm not gonna blow anybody's biscuits. <laughs> your like a, your like biscuits are safe for me. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna put our thoughts in the oven at 400 degrees and we're gonna pull them out 12 minutes later. They're gonna come out real fluffy and nice. Alright, right, I like, I like that better. I like that better than blowing your biscuits. <laughs> All right, so we are going to let's get put that our draft stuff order in the box. Going. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shake up. I'm shaking it right now. You guys hear that? It's legit. And Drew's gonna select the first name out of the box. Oh boy! Anticipation. Andy Liner. Andy. With your number two pick. James Bryanton, same order. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Drew's last. I like it. I'm going back to back. All right. Stealing all your guys' hopes and dreams. Stealing Mr. Them, Steal Your Girl. Stealing them biscuits. If anybody from <laughs> Apple is listening, we're getting some poor FaceTime connections, so maybe you guys, you know, fix that. <laughs> yeah, which speaking of, I don't know who got what pick because it went poor connection on oh, me. You got first pick. I, and I got second. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, boy. I'm excited. I'm excited. I didn't want to lose this movie. I don't have to now. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, Somehow I'm going to take this movie from you. What is a coming-in-age teen movie to me? It's something that makes me feel damn good. Um, it's one of the greatest genres of movies of all time. Um, and I'm going to go... With what I think to be the best one, because I don't think this is just a good coming-of-age teen movie. I think this is just one of the best movies of all time, in my opinion. Okay. I'm going with a couple dudes who wrote this movie in high school. Oh, my God. Um, I hate you. I hate you to hell. Yeah, that's right. I'm going with Super Bad. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that was number one on my list that I wanted so desperately. Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, thank you for making this freaking masterpiece. Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, Christopher Menz Plazi, Emma Stone, I mean, Bill Hader. What, what are we talking here? Yeah, what are we talking here? What's, it, what's Emma Stone ever done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you won an Oscar or whatever, but uh, yeah, it was funny, it was dirty. It's heartfelt. Um, and, it's, kind of, and it's my was, number one pick. 
Oh boy. It's both of our number one picks. <laughs> you motherfucker. I mean, it's, it's just so incredibly quotable. Um, you know, McLovin just tore it up on screen, you know, with the I am McLovin. Yeah. And, and this Michael was Sarah hitting him up. One name. What do you seal? <laughs> <laughs> Mc... I mean, McLovin, what are you, an Irish how R&B old singer? Are you old enough to party? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. And is the, is the, is the dick picture scene one of the greatest scenes in American oh, cinema history? It's so funny. It's one Something of the like eight percent of kids do it. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, uh, what what I wrote down to talk about if I was going to pick that movie was just like all the side people that are in the movie. Like for instance, Joe Latruglio and everything that he does in that movie to me is yeah. so fucking funny. Yes. That whole scene of him like bumping into Jonah Hill and like he's just like trying desperately for them not to call the cops or anything. But it, yeah, it's really funny. And when Michael Sarah's in the room and he's got to, hey, sing for us, man. Sing for us. <laughs> these eyes, these eyes, I cried every night. <laughs> Shit's so funny. You know, I, I feel like everybody who's had like that best friend buddy with it, they watched it together for like the first yeah. time. Yeah. That moment where they like, they do the whole boop on the nose thing. Yeah. It's like real uncomfortable. Oh like, yeah. Like, boop. what's up dude? Like, <laughs> it's definitely not how I feel about you. <laughs> That's how I actually greet all of my friends. when I see them. It actually, uh, I think it reminded me of my, me and my best childhood friend, Kyle Harris. That movie is very, uh, very near and dear to me, Andy. So yeah, it's it, it, same with me. Um, so if it, we do it's it, it's a guide to porn, which is super important. Um, I think next week we should do a uh, shit list team, and Andy's going to be number one on my shit list team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even mention this. One of my favorite lines of all time because uh, I'm partial to some of these movies, but uh, Jonah Hill dropping. I'm truly sorry my porn isn't a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> I mean, there's so much to talk about here. Same Z's, I got a boner, like everything. But, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna pass it on over to number two. Uh, All right. And, uh, after I stole your number one pick, which It's okay, because awesome. even though uh, you took my number one pick, my number two pick is also worthy of a number one slot. So, uh... I'm going to go with probably uh, just the most recognizable name in the history of humankind, and that's Ferris fucking Bueller, Ferris Bueller's Ooh. Day Off. Yeah. Sloan, Ferris's girlfriend, was my first crush. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rooney was exactly like every boss or teacher or principal I ever had. <laughs> Cameron was like everyone's best friend and yes. you know joining a parade in downtown Chicago just because you're Ferris Bueller <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever heard the uh, fight club theory on this movie no where uh, Ferris is actually like Cameron's Tyler Durden 
<laughs> Whoa. That's man. actually a really cool theory. Yeah. I've heard it on uh, uh, Nerdist talks about, he's talked about it before. And uh, I was like, man, that's pretty interesting. I looked it up. It's some pretty interesting things. Like, yeah. you know, he's just like that quiet, shy guy, but then like, this is his alternate side. And it's really like, you know, him finally coming out against his dad and everything like that with the car. And he just through F- Ferris, he was able to, like really live up to like his own <laughs> expectations or whatever. So I always pictured like a funny idea for a sequel to that movie would be because you know how after the car goes into the ravine mm-hmm. and they just leave Cameron at his house to deal with his dad. Mm-hmm. And then they switch over to Ferris and him running home and trying to get home before his parents. And then the, all you see is Ferris at the end and you never know what happened with Cameron and his dad. Yeah. But if they made like, just this crazy survival horror movie where Cameron's like <laughs> running through the woods like his dad's trying to kill him. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that's good. It turns out, well, it turns out Cameron actually killed his dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I think, uh, you know what I really uh, enjoyed about the movie is, um, it was like it set up Saved by the Bell in some ways because Ferris would stop and talk to the camera and be talking to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was you definitely know? Zach um, Morris before Zach Morris was Zach Morris. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love you, Zach. But, yeah, Matthew <laughs> Broderick's got that on lock. Heck, yeah. And it was the ultimate skip movie. Ultimate skip school movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It taught you how to skip. You know? Correct. <laughs> yeah, how many people didn't want to put a mannequin in their bed? Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> I, I wanted the whole setup. <laughs> well, I guess I'm number three. Ooh, I'm glad I get to go back to back. Um, my first one, um, I don't know. To me, this is the num- the first thing I wrote down. And it's uh, it's also an 80s movie. Uh, it's all about unity, bringing different types of people together when they have to, they're forced to spend a Saturday together. I'm going to uh-huh. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Nice. It's definitely yeah. on, it would have been on my list. It's on my list. It's what on do you my mean first would have been? Both of them. Well, well, until you just picked it, it oh. would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, um, I said, I, that was literally the first movie that came, came to mind when we did this, so. Um, yeah, I had, uh, I had like movie posters hanging in my dorm when I was in college mm-hmm. and one of them was a movie that I'm probably going to pick next. And one of them was the breakfast club. And, uh, one of them was Ferris Bueller's day off. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, since yeah. I lived with you, you better take it next. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you don't remember what it was. Oh, I do. Oh, you do. All right. I do. It was cross- I'm not going to say it cause Drew's got one more pick. Is it crossroads? <laughs> no, it's not crossroads. It's uh it's a uh, um roll bounce. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's just some bow wow movie, don't worry. <laughs> That's why I don't know. Uh was it that uh Punch the keys <laughs> Oh that's a good Oh that needs to go on my list. But I know wait, you, you like that break movie. down I Breakfast really... Club and the Brat Pack for us? I yeah, know. I mean uh just the just the cast alone, uh, you know, Emilio, Anthony Michael Hall, who's probably Johnny in every Nelson. other movie we're gonna choose. Yeah, Molly Ringwald, uh, Ali Sheedy. Yeah, am I missing one? No, I think that's. It. No, I think that's it. And then you, who's the principal? Who's the guy who played the principal? I don't know. He was awesome too. 
Yeah, well, he kind of reminds so many, me. Again, so many quotable lines from that movie, too. Like, If that guy's still around and still looks similar to what he did, which he probably doesn't, but he could totally play a Vince McMahon in a Vince McMahon Oh, biopic. yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah, we're good, though. Um, yeah, that, uh, uh, just like the... It's in Johnson's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what if your dope was on fire? Dude, Judd Nelson in that movie was... Judd Nelson was fucking harsh. I, yeah. I, lo- I love that, uh, think about trying to get me a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a solid pick. Andy, anything to add? He looks like he's feverishly looking up stats right now. <laughs> I know. Oh no, it's cutting in and out. Sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> Something's wrong, man. Yeah, no problem. Now, now you're back. Um, I don't know if you've brought up that basically it was just, it was, it was a different type of, uh, you know, coming of age team movie than a lot of the team movies will probably pick because it really was more about the dialogue than the action scenes and things like that, you know? So, uh, I think that's really cool that it was, it was just, it's, it's one of the first ones you think of and, it's also so different than most of them. Yeah. I agree. And then the, the you know, the song at the end of the movie is iconic. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Yeah. And if you can have one pose. Well, oh, yeah. Go. It's fist in the air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got back to back. And this is going to be tough to. I got it down to two. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with this one because I feel like it's going to be in the next round if I don't. Uh, this movie, we've already mentioned it in a previous podcast. Uh, this is just a fantastic movie. This is a movie that it was the second movie that I ever bought on DVD. Um, in fact, it got stolen from me and I had to rebuy it. So within like a year, I had to spend like 40 bucks on this DVD. Damn it. This, I feel like this is a movie that I, that I want to pick. <laughs> well, it should be. God, I hate this. <laughs> but, uh, it's Days and Confused. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, just a great, great movie. And I, like I said, we've talked so much about it. The iconic line from Matthew McConaughey and just the story, like, you know, like, I don't know, like the whole beating thing. And I feel like everybody thought like that was going to be like what it was like when they got into high school and they yeah. were sadly disappointed <laughs> when seniors just don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> I would at least like to be beaten. <laughs> All right. That's a solid pick. We've talked. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to say about that, but, uh, you know, the emergence of, uh, of Ben Affleck. Is one of the greatest bullies in, in yeah. movie history. <laughs> the paddle. Yeah. And like you mentioned on the previous podcast, just all of the, the one liner kind of things from McConaughey. Yeah. Um, you know, with the just keep living, L-I-V-I-N, <laughs> uh, about the, 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 the high school girls. Yeah. I mean, I, it's get, just, I get older, they stay the same age. Same age. <laughs> And the soundtrack. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's almost a perfect movie. Like that introduced me to so many songs. Like when you know when I, you know I was probably like eleven, so I hadn't heard most of that stuff. So that was like, oh, this is a good yeah. song. You Dude, know, just the opening, the opening Aerosmith uh, mm-hmm. cover alone. 
Yeah, that was. What's uh, the song in the beginning? The Aerosmith. They covered that Beatles song, right? No, it was a. Uh, um, easy, easy, take it easy. What? No. Uh, <laughs> are we talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, it cut I, out and I heard song and I was like, take it easy. <laughs> it's I, like that, that, ding, 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 ding. whatever. Yeah, Let's just fucking move on. <laughs> this is killing me. <laughs> Pretty sure it wasn't a Beatles song though. I thought it was a Beatles cover, but anyways, who cares? Is it me now? Back to you. Back to me. Well, I'm gonna have to pick this movie. I don't even know if you guys would, but. It's so near and dear to me that I have to put it towards the top. So, my second pick is going to be a movie directed by Cameron Crowe, one of my favorite directors of all time, written and directed by him, and has one of the most iconic woo-a-girl scenes in the history of tel- of movies, of videotaped Stuff. <laughs> and that's John Cusack holding the boombox over his head. Say anything. Yeah. I knew that was coming. And that was the movie poster that the other movie poster I had in my room in college. Yep. That was the other one uh, that also had the uh, $2 in it, right? The guy wanting his newspaper money or whatever. Wasn't that say anything? No. Yeah. Two dollars. It's a little. I can't remember. I don't remember that. I just remember, I remember John Cusack. He like wanted to be a kickboxer. <laughs> that was his goal in life: <laughs> graduate high school and become a professional kickboxer. <laughs> and I thought that that was so. That's such a fresh thing for that time. Now it makes kind of sense, but back then it made zero sense. MMA wasn't a thing, or it, like you know. Yeah, but kickboxing was really big in movies. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was. Like, Jean-Claude Van Damme was real big back then, so that's probably why they, they went that route. But it's just a good movie. It's a perfect movie all around. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's If you want to watch a love story that uh, will make you happy, sad, and then happy again, <laughs> then that's the one to watch. Nice pick, James. I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because well don't worry about why it's funny yeah. um, just know that Andy's a pro I'm going to take <laughs> the opportunity here to take a pick that I am shocked I'm floored that you didn't select here James Yeah. Um, I'm going way back in the time machine to the 1980s um and I'm going with, um, I guess a little different type of, you know what? Nope. I'm going to allow you one more opportunity to do it. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going <laughs> to flip to my next pick. I'm going to go all the way to 1999. You like Jim and Pam. I like Jim and Pie. I'm going American Pie. American Pie. There it's on go. my list. Yeah, it's on mine too. Yeah, I, th- I think it paved the way for for my first pick in Superbad. Um, Jim's dad is one of my favorite characters. Uh, Dude, his yeah. just the talks with his kid are hilarious. You know, the fact that this movie invented the term MILF, it's that puts it on the board no matter what. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I think it invented fuckface too. <laughs> fuckface? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know about, about that, that but, definitely. De- but definitely shit brick. Drew was a fuckface way before this movie yeah. came out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been being, I've been, been called a, t- I've been, I've been called a fuckface since grade school. <laughs> My second well, grade bye. teacher really hated me. <laughs> I view American Pie. Uh, somewhat as the Fast and Furious of the teen comedy movies. Um, how many is there? Like 700 of them? Oh, God. They started doing, like, offshoots with, like, Stifler's brothers and, like, I, I don't know. I haven't even seen any of them. The other thing that was cool about the movie is, uh, the scene where they all made the, the goal that they were all gonna get laid together by prom <laughs> night and Kevin's, like, so into this thing that him and his boys are are all going to do it together and yeah uh, that's that's just a kind of an iconic um teen movie type uh speech and situation you know you know what i always thought was interesting uh cuz i watched you know american pie 1 2 and i watched american wedding those were the three that i watched yeah and in american wedding they took kevin's role and I think that he he has like maybe one or two lines in that entire movie. But then every other scene that he's in in the movie, he's just kind of standing there silent in the scene. And it, I always thought that was so weird. And I always wondered if there was really I don't know if you guys know about it, but I, I always wondered if there was some kind of like the directors didn't want him or or some I don't know if there was some kind of like drama behind the scenes that caused that. Oh, it was weird because he was he was such a key component and character, and I get I get that there were so many good characters between Oz, Finch, Stifler, yeah. Jim, you know Jim's dad, like you know, and then and then even the ladies, you know. Um, but yeah, that was weird. They almost like kind of played him out, but they put him in there, like, oh hey, yeah, he's still part of the movie, so we can keep going. But uh, yeah, we're just not going to let him do much. Yeah, it was weird. And it, it, it's funny too that. It was such a good movie. Sean, even Sean William Scott, like none of the cast really went on to do anything big. I always expected those guys to be real big. Yeah, I but, did too. Yeah. Uh, especially Sean William Scott. Yeah, and even he's like he had a, a he had like a budding career just after, but then it seems like it's dwindled down lately. But yeah, I, I really I really like him. He said uh he basically um kind of got typecast after that so it was it was good cuz it it gave him a name. Yeah. Um but all of a sudden then everybody thought that's what he was. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, well so his kind of what he gave happened. him a name but his name was Stifler instead of Sean <laughs> William Scott. Yeah. Right. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, that that's... new Stifler movie," you know. The only one that really went on to big things, I I guess kind of big things is uh What's her name? Allison, uh. Allison Hannigan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she stuck with it, but. With the, the How I Met Your Mother thing, but that was right. also her just hitting a TV show. Um. Well, she was in Buffy before she was in, that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is weird, but yeah, it's, it's, uh. American Pie is one of the, to me, uh, it's, it's it took place while the three of us, uh, 
I, I don't know. Drew could be 50. I have no idea how old he is. <laughs> but uh, it took place at least while me and James were still in high school. So The only way you'll find um, out is if you cut off my arm. <laughs> Count the rings. Yeah. There's a reason in the first mock draft he took Paul McCartney. So. <laughs> you know, I, I think American Pie, it's safe to say that it's it's our porkies. Yeah. You know? Por- yeah. No, that's a good call. Porkies was our parents' porkies, and American Pie was our porkies. Yep. Yeah. Right. Moving on to the third pick. Um, gosh. Uh, I'm leaving one out there because literally, if neither one of you take this movie, I'm taking it. It's not necessarily your quintessential teenage coming of age movie. And I'm allowing this to be out there solely for you, James. So you have two opportunities to pick it. Yeah. So I'm going to move on to the next one. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, um, give you guys, I don't know, 10 things that I hate about you. Fuck you, you motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. I, rest in peace, hate Heath Ledger. Um, you know, I'm, I'm owning this draft. Holy shit, Andy. Yeah. Um, Julia Stiles is like one of those, you know, she, she did quite a few, uh, teen movies. So Julia Stiles, I had to have a Julia Stiles movie in here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it had all the elements of, of a teen movie. It had starting to, or a bet, starting to like someone, a party, uh, going to prom. Hating that person and then falling back in love. Plus that had, movie had all of that. Plus it had Alex Mack. There you go. Yeah. Patrick and Kat, Cameron and Bianca, both great love stories. Completely different. So it had two sets of love stories. Plus going. it had my boy JGL in it before JGL got big. Yes. Gordon Levitt. Yes. And Gabby Union was also in the movie. She's been in quite a few of the teen movies I didn't even realize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt killed it. Um, Ledger and Styles, that was so, so cool. So Patrick was the bad boy and Kat was kind of anti-establishment. Um, you know, there, there's, there's another movie that I may take later, but like it encapsulates, encapsulates kind of what they try to do with like some of the girls that are, are almost leads in these teen movies, but they played that. I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in another movie that I'm going to mention later, the girl also had that song play for, um, but yeah, the, the scene also, it had one of the coolest teen movie scenes ever with uh Heath Ledger singing. Can't take my eyes off of you with the band yeah. to impress cat. That was so cool. Yeah, it's a it's a funny movie all around. Uh, you got the uh, what's the the guy's name that uh, he was in that that show Numbers. Oh no, I, I oh I, his I buddy, his uh, Gordon Levitt's friend in this. Yeah, and he he yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. He was trying to save up money so he can buy a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to the party. It was like, yeah. "Hey, I'm gonna get a Corolla." The girl was like, "Just like walk off the <laughs> He was so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to tell him to lose the tie because he wanted to wear a tie with his his suit to the party. Yeah. I can't think of his name, but he was in he he was a uh, 
child actor, and he's actually a really funny guy. He was in uh, the Santa Claus. He played the head elf. He was in uh, hmm. he was in Harold and Kumar. He played the the two friends that they went to their place to see if they want to get food, and oh, they didn't. Uh, Robin Gold, Robin Goldstein. Yeah, yeah. Two Jew, Jewish guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I can't think of his name. Our listener, man. I bet our listeners. Just are like fuck you, idiots! <laughs> Stupid. Fuck. I bet I bet nine out of ten of our listeners don't know his name without googling. <laughs> I should know his name though. I know I knew his name and I know his name. I just don't know his name. But we jump into me now. We are going to jump to you after I give you the dude's name. <laughs> Which I am buying time, obviously. Oh, okay. Well, while we buy that time, uh, the song earlier, if I remembered, it was Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. Um, oh, yeah, for the opening of Dazed and Confused. Yes. So fuck you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the other, I don't know why I'm, the, the one dude's not pulling up, but Andrew Keegan is the dude that played kind of the... The jerk in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. They wanted to bang Bianca. Um, Dude, that kid was in a... find out later ends up at, he had sex with Kat. Yeah, that kid has... Uh, he was David always... David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz, yeah. But the kid who... Andrew Keegan, he always played the douchebag in, in all the movies back then. All, like, the teen movies. Yeah, he did. Andrew Keegan. He had that face. He had that face of an asshole. Yeah, that fool <laughs> when he... Uh, he did his modeling poses, and they were the same damn pose for when he was trying to like <laughs> look two different ways. Yeah. Screw you, Keegan. <laughs> Good job, though. All right, all right. So for my number three pick, jeez, this is tough. How many pages of notes do you have? I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's why it took me so long to get it all prepared. Um, let's see here. I, I guess in, in honor of, um, I don't know. Jeez, I don't know what to pick here. You guys, just give me one second here. Come on. So, this is why, uh, James this is why is feverishly running through his notes trying yeah. to figure out what to pick because he knows that on the wraparound, Drew is going to take one of the movies that he wants, and he's such a big teen movie. Head. Okay, I'm going to do it here in honor of Go Bill. In honor of Bill Paxton, I'm going to pick Weird Science. There you All go. All right, as my piece, number three movie. And if you don't remember, Bill Paxton played the brother Chet that turned into <laughs> the pile of shit at the end. I actually had an old boss that looked just like him when he got ter- after he got turned into the pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean Anthony Michael Hall and the other kid <laughs> and they they build their perfect woman and it's Kelly Br- Kelly LeBrock and guess what? She's the perfect woman. <laughs> so, it's yeah. It's an amazing movie. I think we should all put bras on our heads for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Dang, I gotta go downstairs and get one. <laughs> was in a, Robert Downey was in this too, right? He was, yeah. yeah. He was like the cool guy, but kind of an asshole guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And then, uh, uh, towards the end of the movie when all the, 
all the bikers. Well, I don't remember exactly why. Oh, yeah, why they can't trash the house. Yeah, it just tur- it, she was trying to get all the people <laughs> out of the house. And what a great theme song. Yeah. That's one thing I miss is, like, old... Like yeah, they yeah. used to make theme songs specifically for comedies yeah. and stuff. We science. Yeah, this was also a John Hughes movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. John Hughes was. A, I mean, you could really make a. If we had John Hughes here in the room with us, rest in peace. Um, it'd be, he, he could just pick his own movies and create a team that would whoop all our asses. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You could do a uh, a one man mock series on John Hughes movies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I maybe I will. All right. Look out look out for it on uh And uh let's all pour one out for the homie Bill Paxton. Yeah, all right. Look 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 look. <laughs> I drank some smart water. I didn't do liquor. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, smart water, if you want to, um, you know. If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, we got two people drinking it right now, so. Yeah. What are you doing, smart water? Get on it. And my water is smart, but it's just in a Tervis Tumbler. <laughs> so, Tervis Tumbler, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> um, God, I, I've got movies I want to pick. But I feel like they can wait. Like I have one that I, I'm gonna try to hold out. And see if you guys don't take it till next round. Well, realize that I'm three for three. So <laughs> if it's a good one, I'm stealing it. Well, James actually mentioned it already, and before you know, since it's still fresh on everybody's mind, I want to take it before it goes. It's Porky's. Porky's. All right. I love that movie. Uh Dude, that shower scene—that's some—that's some of my first material. <laughs> Man, that the scene. What do you mean by material? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> that, I think that, we all know. That scene where the the it's like the assistant phys ed coach or whatever. For when he's laughing, and then when they're in the office, and they're like, well, maybe she can get one of those police dis- or detective sketch artists, and they can draw a penis. Have you seen this penis? <laughs> See? We're drawing a penis. Precursor to Superman. That's right, yeah. Uh, it Beulah, is. Beulah Ballbreaker, just so many classic characters. Meet. It's one of those movies that you're, it's one of those movies that your dad says, Oh, you gotta watch this movie, it's so funny. And nine times out of ten, he's wrong. That movie is horrible, <laughs> but that tenth movie is Porky's. That's the one that's actually funny. You know? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can remember my dad being like, Oh, you gotta watch this movie and this movie. And I'd be like, Don't ever suggest <laughs> No, I don't, dad. <laughs> I'll be perfectly fine the rest of my life. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the scene with the, um, like when they go out into the woods or whatever into that cabin and get that prostitute and they pay that guy to yeah. <laughs> like act like he's a serial killer or whatever. Where <laughs> he comes out with that big machete, Pee Wee goes running down the road. It's a really funny movie. And really, for the Florida good. people, the Florida listeners, I guess the the fictional high school was was set in Florida. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was Angel so, Beach. Yeah, 
All right, Drew, what about you know your what? number? I just wanted, before I go off of that, though, two was real weird. Like, they they got real serious with, like, the racism stuff. Oh, yeah. And, like, then, like, <laughs> I I thought, I loved one and three, but two was just, like, a little, little too serious. I don't think I've even seen any of the sequels, but. Oh. Uh, three? Yeah, I haven't seen the sequels. Three yeah. had one of my earliest scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Gosh, my next pick. Do I get the one I want or the one I think you guys would take? Well, if it's a good one, we're going to take it. Yeah. So take take the bad of. one that you want. Well, this is this is a good one, and I just want to I just need I want to beef up my list. Um. Again, not just a good coming of age movie. Good movie, uh, done by one of my favorite directors and uh stars once again bill murray in it jason schwartzman rushmore oh god yeah too. fuck oh such a great movie this this This, sucks that like there's so many movies but all the best ones are going to be on all our lists yeah yep uh let me just mark that down but yeah uh Another, you know, classic line, you know, the, oh, oh, are they? (laughs) (laughs) They're OR spreads. Oh, are they? Uh, Yeah, you can't go wrong with a Wes Anderson movie. Sportsman is so damn good. Yeah, so damn good. In that opening scene where he's like, He's daydreaming about the uh, impossible question or whatever, like the equation on the board, and like he's <laughs> he solves it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he's actually like failing out of school when he <laughs> pretends like he's the smartest person there. Uh, so yeah. good. My man Luke Wilson was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Luke Wilson, big Luke Wilson fan. Wilson brothers have a friendship with Wes Anderson all the way since the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, oh, right bottle rocket. Yeah. So we're back to me now, and um, I think I'm going to choose a heavy hitter that I don't think anyone. I don't know. I'm sure you guys have it on your list, but uh, it's a heavy hitter. Uh, it's somebody that's going to it's going to uh, tack, tackle people in the infield and in the outfield, and you know it's going to get slide in the first and. It's gonna be a home run hitter, and uh, this <laughs> you player. You take it. This player is uh, fast times at Ridgemont High. Wow! Ooh, there you go. You get to see uh, Phoebe Cates come out of the pool, and she is the most beautifully naked, beautiful naked thing anyone's ever seen. <laughs> the most beautifully naked thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I disagree because I see Drew naked in front of me right now. <laughs> oh God, uh, I hope not. I'm in the same room as him. <laughs> Don't look behind you. <laughs> so you got a, uh, you got um, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Sean Penn. Sean Penn in the movie. Spicoli. Spicoli, the opening scene, him ordering the pizza to class on his first day of school. (laughs) Uh, You got uh, Judd Hurt. Judd. uh, 
Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. There you go. You got Judge Reinhold. Pervin on Phoebe Cates. <laughs> you got uh, some some solid writing about abortion and how you got to handle that. <laughs> gets gets people talking about some big issues. And uh, it's just a good movie. It's a good movie all around. But, you know, if you want to fast forward to where Phoebe Cates comes out of the pool naked and then stop it there, it still makes the list. <laughs> <laughs> just that one, just that one scene. I thought you were going to give us the timestamp. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to go on Mr. Skin and just yep. watch that scene, that's all that matters. Shout out to Knocked Up. <laughs> Oh man, um, I am so. I I debated taking this number two overall, and was surprised that you guys didn't take it. This isn't necessarily your, I guess, quintessential teen movie, but it is a teen movie. It takes place in high school. It's you know, it's it's going back to high school. I'm I'm floored oh. that you guys did not take this. I you That's guys a- are gonna. Hate the fact that you didn't take this. It's on my list. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go back to something, but I think I'm gonna go forward, so I'm gonna go back to the future. <laughs> well, actually, that wasn't on my list. I, I'm, you know, I, I guess because it's not the quintessential teen movie is why you guys didn't take it, but it, it, it takes place in high school, so it's coming of age. It does take place in high school. I agree. And, uh, yeah, it is a coming-of-age movie. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. And I actually did think about it, but I actually decided not to put it on my list because I kind of talked myself out of it because it wasn't... But it it is a coming-of-age movie now that I think about it. But I was thinking it would be better fit for, like, an adventure adventure, uh, list or a a trilogies list or... uh, I don't know. I just I personally I myself felt, out of it. I can't I can't disrespect one of the greatest movies of all time. James, I know it's one of your favorite movies yeah, ever. It is. Um you know, I mean it's it's just such a fantastic movie. Everything about it's so well done. Um you know, it's it, it features the last time JC Penny was relevant. Um <laughs> 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 that's the store in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 got some of the different elements of the teen movie, the party. It's got the greatest bully in movie history in Biff. Um It's got the prom. Yeah, it's got the prom. So yeah. it has all these teen it's it's got the music. It's it's got uh the scene I want to ask you this. So the scene where George punched Biff. Yeah. Why the hell were so many people just like not doing anything about it? What's up with that? Because man, he just he proved his strength. Nobody wants to come up against George now. <laughs> George McFly's the fucking man. And he just got the girl and if they fucking stepped in it would have ruined the whole thing. It's <laughs> 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 a good point. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm like I said, I I I understood why people maybe wouldn't take this, but I put this on my list as number two overall. Um, and I wanted to let you have the chance to get it. Um, so uh, I'm still pumped that I have it, though. So back yeah, to the yeah. future. 
on my list. That's a good well, choice. I'm liking my chances of getting my next one then. <laughs> I'm absolutely killing this draft. Um, <laughs> there's another one. I, I have it super high on my list. I don't think you guys are going to take it, so I'm going to pass that one at the moment. Um, and I'm going to go to... I'm going to go to a movie that, you know, I've, I've got all these kind of fun loving ones. This is um, your number, gonna, fi- this is your, your number five slot. So you, you better put a sixth man three <laughs> back to the high school years. <laughs> While sixth man is absolutely fantastic. Still one of the best movies. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I am going to, uh, go a little more serious here. I'm going to go with, what I consider a grown ass teen movie. Yeah. Um, like James talked about with one of his movies, uh, the, the abortion thing that was, that was considered in this movie. Um, it wasn't done. It, it features another badass J- Jason and Bateman. Um, and it's got, you know, one of the best, um, teen college, uh, coming of age kind of stars there is because his face is built for it. Uh, and Michael Sarah, I'm talking Juno. Juno, heck yeah. Yep. Ellen Page absolutely murdered that role. That's, it's a, dude, it's a solid movie and Diablo Cody is a hell of a writer. And yeah. And it was even, uh, wasn't it directed by, um, by what's his name's son? Oh, I'm fuck. I, I can't, I won't think of it, but Rickman? yeah. Rickman? Huh? Was it the Rickman's son? No. Or, Isn't it your guy's son? The Eight Simple Rules guy? John Ritter? Wasn't it his son, Jason Ritter? Directed Juno? Oh, I didn't know that. I think Jason Ritter. Yeah, I, that's it, Jason Ritter. I think. I may be talking out of my ass, but. Uh, Jason Reitman. Jason. Yeah, Reitman. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ivan Reitman's son. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so there it is. Um, I was pretty close. Yeah. Jason Ritter. Yeah. No, Jason. you were. I had yeah. no idea. Um, <laughs> I wrote down notes on the movie, and I did not put the director on it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it's, but, Yeah, it's such a solid movie. Such a good soundtrack. Such a good direction. Such good writing. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's it's funny, it's charming, but it's real as fuck. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's there's there's so much realism to it. Uh, oh, I didn't even mention Jennifer Garner in it, uh, J.K. Simmons. Um, you know, and then like you mentioned, the soundtrack. Um, I love this song. I the it, whether it be the Moldy Peaches version of it or whether it be uh, Sarah and Paige. But the anyone but you songs freaking amazing if you haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah. The whole soundtrack is good. Yeah, so yeah. so Juno with my number five. Solid pick. Alright, so I'm gonna go my number five pick is gonna be a movie that I've uh that I've uh watched and studied for a long time. A movie that I really love. It's coming, my fa- this is probably my favorite coming of age movie of all time, to be honest with you. Even though I know I'm, I'm picking it five. I knew you guys wouldn't get it for a while, so, but I do want to keep it in my top five. So, uh, that movie is Can't Hardly Wait. That's, with, uh, that's the one that I was, uh, didn't want to wait on. Oh. Uh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait is, uh, damn it. I think it's my favorite. 
I'm going to go on record and say it's my favorite coming of age, teen coming of age movie of all time. You're uh, the man. one, Amanda. <laughs> uh, you got Jennifer Love, huge tits, just looking hot the whole time. <laughs> Ethan Embry. Uh, he writes a, he writes a letter to her in what elementary school. Yeah. And holds on to it. Or no, I guess it was the freshman, freshman year, year of high school. Freshman and year, he holds yeah. on to it up until their senior party. And he plans on giving it to Jennifer Love Hewitt at the party. Peter Fascinelli as her douchebag ex-boyfriend. Uh, Seth Green is special yes. cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good, it's, uh, it's such a good all-around movie. Then you got when he loses his nerve and he goes to the, uh, Bus stop to think, and then Jenna Elfman's there to give him some. She's like a prostitute or something, and just giving him advice. Yeah. It's like dressed <laughs> like an angel. Yeah. 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 Oh it's, God, that seems awesome. Yeah, and then you have uh one of the things I always loved about it was all the stuff that happens in the background. Like there's uh the the little kleptomaniac kid that like three or four times during the movie oh, yeah. you see him in the background just stealing something. Yeah, he stole from uh, <laughs> when uh, Seth Green was showing the love kit off. Yeah. He was in the background stealing some yeah. liquor or something. <laughs> and then uh, at the very end when they're at the diner, he just walks out with the gumball machine <laughs> in the diner. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh can't hardly wait. It's one of my favorite movies of all time and one of, one of my, my favorite teen coming of age movie of all time. Uh, yeah, the yeah. letter is so good. Yeah, the the just the the letter makes puts that into into the top. Um, yeah, damn it, I should have taken it. Actually, oh, well. I think I might watch that when we're done here. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, one of the thing I uh, I I remember from that too is because it's it's happened. I sure to everybody that one guy who comes up to you and starts talking to you about that time when you threw up on yourself or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, dude, not now. <laughs> oh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell coming back is, this is so teen movie. Uh, the kid from college coming back to yeah. the high school party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then him telling, uh, telling the douchebag in this movie that, yeah. uh, that hey we're 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 a dime a dozen in college yeah <laughs> yeah, he yeah tries to get her back or whatever yeah so good such a good movie all around all around good performances all right Drew you're up to your uh, number five and six pick all right five and six um well since you've taken them away from it taken that away from him <laughs> I don't have to worry about I can go with my own now. Uh, I'm going back to back with, uh, movies made, uh, I would say 99, 2000-ish, I think, but oh, no. they both take place in the 80s. Andy's so prepared with dates and actors and directors, okay. and then we're just like, well, this was sometime, like, this is when I was younger. <laughs> but <laughs> the, f- the first one I'm going to do is, since, you know, you guys were all talking about serious. Nothing gets more serious than this movie. Um, the lead character actually dies. It deals with time travel. It's a huge movie to me when I was mm. like, you know, just out of high school and the movie's Donnie Darko. Um, just a fantastic movie and yeah, I, Donnie I, Darko. I could watch that thing over and over again. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a Darko, Darkonian. No, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's that movie does it. 
I kind of I appreciate it, and yeah. I know it has a hardcore cult following, but just I don't know. It's just so weird for me. It was just a weird movie. Come on, man! Your boy Seth Rogen's in it. I know he is. <laughs> yeah, he is for a short time. <laughs> Fucking Patrick Swayze's in it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't, I don't. I think it was like that perfect, perfect thing where I was like at that age of just like. Yeah. You know, wanting to learn more about everything and it was just like, whoa, mm. this is, this is uh, intense. <laughs> both yeah. Gyllenhaals. Yes, both Gyllenhaals. I can appreciate it. I just and, can't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just that just that like opening it. line is, I'm voting for Dukakis. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a highly rated movie. Um, it's, it's a fantastic movie that's not high on James Arise list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I wish I liked it more. I, w- I think I, I think that says something about me negatively that I don't like it. <laughs> maybe we should go back and watch Man, it because I remember subjective. watching it back yeah. in the day. Yeah, that's maybe true. I should go back and watch it just for you, Drew. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you got a. It's always good when you got a uh, a guy in the at the party dressed up like Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, I just I forget what I heard him on. I think he's. I don't know if he's now actually like a wrestler or not, but he, he was, I think he is. I think he's now like an independent wrestler and he was in that, like, he was the one who played like the Hogan in a bat. Like they were, they were just like, Hey, well, you know, like we're, we're doing this thing. And he's like, well, I know exactly what I'm going to do then. And he like brought his own like fake Hogan costume because <laughs> he was such a big wrestling fan. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, he was just on the art of wrestling and another. Uh, that was a podcast. The Colt Shout Cabana out to podcast. Art of Wrestling, yeah. Colt Cabana podcast. He's the uh, Mark Marin of wrestling podcast. So. <laughs> um, well, um, now that that's out of the way, my other one also taking place, and this is a movie I don't think you guys maybe didn't even think of, um, but you guys are going to be disappointed when you didn't realize you didn't think of it. Uh, James actually named one of the actors already. Uh, it's not so much during high school, but it is during the summer of a high school at a summer camp, and it's Wet Hot American Summer. It's, on, it's <laughs> It would have been my next pick. Oh, good. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got it then. Yeah, that was a movie I was like, okay, I can let this slide because I don't think these guys are going to think yeah. of it. But, oh, my God. I, another great movie that is just... That makes me mad. <laughs> oh boy! One <laughs> Hot American Summer has everybody that you ever loved. Everybody from the state yep. that you ever loved is in this movie. Yeah, that was a thing too. Because I remember, like, <clears throat> like having older brothers. Like, I was exposed <laughs> to the state when I was younger, and yeah, like I remember like watching those, and then like that movie came out, and. They're like, oh, like somebody's like, oh yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of State, but it was. Like, I was like, yeah, I've heard of that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, so good. Um, yeah, like you said, everybody, especially, yeah. and the fact that they were able to redo that with the TV show recently is amazing. Everybody and Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, un, the unofficial eleven member since the one guy went out. Yeah. Yeah, Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, David Hyde Pierce. God, it's such, yeah. such a funny movie. Like Bradley that Cooper, whole scene, Amy Poehler, the scene where they they go into town for 
like <laughs> 10 minutes yeah. to get something, but they show it as if they're like, they become addicted to heroin <laughs> and are strung out. Like they're like in a cracked in and then they come back and it's an hour later and they're like, Hey guys, yeah. <laughs> like everybody's just fine. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking funny. It's, it's good to get in the town, even <laughs> if it's just for an hour. Uh, well, and we then yeah, great. Paul Rudd is, uh, just an amazing person and a winner, right? Dude, yeah. yeah. Paul yeah. Rudd should and, have been in this on this movie. Some... What, it, what, what was the name of the dude that he played in this movie? Andy. And... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, that scene where and he was like... such a douchebag in the movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that scene where he has to pick up like the. Like he's just sitting there and he like throws his tray <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, like it's, like it's so fucking annoying. Like he's so annoyed he has to do it. And I mean. But, but, uh, Christopher, Mar- uh, what's his name? Maroney? Christopher Maroney? Yeah. So good as, as Gene. Sh- yeah. Right. I'm gonna go fondle my sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the, one of the scenes I used to like rewind and play over and over again that made me laugh so much was when Ken Marino is driving the van. And for no reason, for no reason, he gets into a wreck. He just slams <laughs> into that tree. And I just love his face when he's like, Ooh! and like turns the wheel. Oh, God. You know, this scene where, like, what's it? Uh, Joel Tr- Joel you know, Triblio? Yeah, can't, can't speak yeah. right now. But he was, uh, <laughs> he's chasing him on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And it's clearly not him. It's like that really big built guy with a wig on. <laughs> That's so good. Very good. Solid, solid two picks. I'm nervous as hell right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's okay. one that I should have taken. It's it's maybe my favorite one, and you still have to go, and I'm nervous that you're going to take it. You just took, can't hardly wait. You're probably going to take this one, and I'm upset. Especially since I just took his next one. Yeah. Well, I hope it's... Uh, I wonder what it is because I think I may know what it is. But there is a another heavy hitter, big time heavy hitter on the board here. And it is on my list. And it was going to be either next or after next. So maybe I should just pick it now. Oh no. And see if <laughs> see if it is what it is. I don't oh, know no. if it is though. I don't know if it is. What year is it? Uh it would be like uh late 90s. Yet. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but that's like peak. I know, movie I know. Time. It is. The late nineties were probably the best yeah. time for like these teen movies. All right, I'll just go ahead and come right on and say it. No, fell in love with this girl from no. this movie, and uh, no, <laughs> ever <laughs> still love her today, and that's at least just Silverstone in Clueless. That's Ooh. not it. It's not the movie. That's a fantastic pick, that's but no, that's not the movie. Pick. Got a 45 and a shovel. I doubt anyone will miss it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines from a movie. Uh, I fucking, I love, Clueless is so fucking good, and it's got, it's got your boy from, uh, Andy, your boy. Donald Faison. Donald Faison's in it, and, so does, uh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. He was the drummer. Oh my god, he was! Yeah. I forgot about oh, that. Man, yeah. Ah, look at these people just making. Took off the shirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) And Paul Rudd was also in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So, the one thing that I always thought was so great about Clueless is that Paul Rudd is her stepbrother in the movie, 
and they end up together at the end of the movie, and nobody ever says anything about that. <laughs> it's just like, yep, that's what happened. It's still people's favorite movies, but it's like there's this weird like like family porn situation going on, like yeah. <laughs> little incest deal. It's not even incest, but it you know it's still a bit taboo, <laughs> you know. No, I hear you. It, it's, it's funny because uh, there was a um, in high school. There was uh, one of my buddies. Uh, he he married or he didn't marry. His one of his parents. Is married this a coming one, of age story? Uh, well, not really, <laughs> because these two didn't hook up. Oh, okay. Like the girl was like a popular cheerleader, and uh, he was a soccer player. I love this kid. He was Wouldn't so it be cool. funny if this story um, was about. But James. their parents got together. <laughs> And so, like, they ended up being, like, stepbrother, stepsister, which is kind of coming of age. But they didn't hook up. No, oh, man. You, yeah. you, that you know of. That, that, that I know of. See, in, re- in real life, people keep that kind of stuff secret. But not in the movie <laughs> yeah. Clueless. They put that <laughs> on paper and directed it. <laughs> Threw it on film. <laughs> so, yeah, Clueless. Oh, boy. I am so pumped. I was scared. This should have been in my top five. Um, I freaking love Juno, but this is this is way above Juno for me. Um, how can I take a coming of age teen movie and not take the coming of age actor in Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. And my Scooby-Doo. team is all that, and so is she. <laughs> She's all that. She's Let's all go. that. Let's go. It had a who's who of of actors. It had Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, uh, Paul Walker was in it. Usher was the DJ. Uh, Kieran Culkin, Culkin, uh, Dulé Hill, Lil Kim was in it. I mean, it turned a random girl into a prom queen. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Freddie yeah, Prince Jr. The glasses and the paint man. covered overalls. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I I. I'm such a huge Freddie Prince Jr. fan, and I was gonna be bummed if I if I didn't get one of his movies. And this this is his to me. This is his best uh, best work um, as far as the coming of age uh, genre. That actually um, that actually speaks to Drew because uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is a or was a writer. Yes, correct. Or WWE. Yep. 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 So he's not anymore, or still is. No, he's not. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. That's pretty interesting, though. Yeah. He, what, um, what a, so the thing, another the weird other thing is if you get a chance, anybody that's listening right now, um, stop what you're doing. Come back. Just kidding. Listen to the rest of this. <laughs> yeah, finish the episode. Then go listen to this. Freddie Prince Jr. on The Fighter and the Kid is going to blow your mind. James, I told you about it. I don't know if you uh, ended up checking it out or I haven't not, seen it yet, no. Or I haven't uh, listened to it My God. I'm telling you. <laughs> That interview is so interesting. Uh, the fact that his dad was like, uh, you know, tight with Bruce Lee. Um, his dad stole a girl from Richard Pryor. Uh, he <laughs> talks about that story. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's just, it's super interesting. His time writing on the WWE. But um, one of his greatest scenes ever was from She's All That. And I'm talking about Hack E. Sack. <laughs> Plus, Never uh, let it drop. <laughs> Plus, uh, Sooner or later, it has to drop. 
I freaking love that scene. You gotta so give it. Good. You gotta give him props too for uh, being married to Sarah Michelle Gellar for all these years. Damn right. Picked up a dime piece and stuck by her. Hell oh, yeah! Yeah, and he's a damn dime piece himself. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh god, I'm so excited by this. I just wrote down Freddie Prince Jr. and not even she's all that. That's how excited I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, with my next pick, I I happily select someone that was in the first movie that I I picked, um, and this one is to me she may have just won an Oscar, but this is her best work. I'm taking Easy A. Easy A. There you go, Emma Stone. Yep, and that's that's what I was referring to when I said. Uh, the I don't give a damn about my bad reputation song. Yeah, it was also in this when when she was walking through the hallway in her little outfit with the A on it, um, and you know I just I it also had you know teen heartthrob Amanda Bynes also in it. Um, it's just it builds a reputation on her being a hoe. She's not. Um, she yeah. helps some of the unpopular kids' reps, you know by. Claiming that she had sex with them, um, it had the cool, the cool ass parents. Uh, the the scenes with her parents were so hilarious. <laughs> I, I like wished they had their own movie. Yeah, her dad was so cool. Um, I've I've only seen the movie the one time, but I remember really liking it. Oh man, you need to go back yeah. and watch it. Yeah, it's it even got we're we're drafting teen movies, and she mentions. That um, it, there's a cool montage where she w- wishes her life was like an 80s movie where she talks about say anything. She talks about, um, you know, Breakfast Club and, and all of these days, like all these different movies that, that we drafted. And uh, at the end of the movie, um, you know, spoiler alert, um, the dude that, that she's interested in is on a uh, tractor um holding up like two speakers like <laughs> holding them up so yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah, yeah. like two different uh teen movie things um and so yeah i i just emma stone was incredible in easy a to me it's her best work ever all right uh, that's that's solid two solid picks from andy but uh now we're back to me and uh i'm gonna go ahead and right now kind of encapsulate what Andy just picked both of his picks almost in one movie where in easy a she parodied or spoke about some older movies within the movie. And in she's all that this is actually basically a full on parody of she's all that. Damn it. No, no, no. And it's not another teen movie. Oh, <laughs> and such a good pick. As far as these Parody comedies, like this movie started this parody comedy revolution. You know, Mel Brooks was doing it in the past and did it perfectly. And then this movie comes along and I feel like lightning in a bottle hit. It's so fucking funny. Every, this movie is one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen. You got fucking Captain America himself as the lead actor, you know, as a lead actor. And then, uh, it's parroting she's all that all the all the scene the girl coming down from the thing and uh douchebag guys and it's just consistently funny throughout 
But so good. The only problem with Not Another Teen Movie is that it spawned that parody revolution of just horrible parody <laughs> movies after. And I know <laughs> my wife loved this movie so much that I ended up having to go see all these other horrible parody movies because <laughs> hoping that lightning would hit again, <laughs> but it never did. Right, yeah, there were some really bad parody teen movies out there. Um, this one is so good. Um, the the it, it parodied, like you said, so many of the movies. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is um, Marty instead of Rudy going yeah. into the football game, <laughs> catching the touchdown pass, oh God, and so just funny. getting completely split in two. <laughs> uh, Oh, it's so funny. And it, like, they took it, they took elements from American Pie, they took elements from Say Anything, they took elements oh, yeah. from every teen movie at the time. So it, it's, yeah. Go see it again. It's so funny. And you got the, the whole slow clap thing and that, that nerdy, oh, yes. the nerdy kid who was the main girl's best friend and he wanted him, her to see that love was right next to her all along. But <laughs> and at the end when he keeps trying to get to her and he just keeps like, his bones and everything is broken by the time he gets through. He's like a zombie. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so good. It's a hilarious movie. Check it out. Yeah. Jakey, Jakey Token- made a mistake. <laughs> uh, Token black guy too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> token black. Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dude that he goes to talk to at the party is the token black guy from can't hardly wait. I can't think of his name, but it's the same guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm the black guy in this movie. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. He spoofs Dooley Hill. Shout out to Dooley Hill. <laughs> oh. oh, is it me again? Back to you. Damn, son. So I was going to take that one. Well, I've got two back to back. And my these next two will actually have a, have a, a theme. Um... Ooh, I like the, it. The one of the main actresses in this is the same person. So, um, and that is Thora Birch. I'm going. The first one will be American Beauty. American Beauty. Um, nice. That's a movie. I I don't know. I I know it's it's barely a teen movie <laughs> or like a high school movie. But hey, there's they're in high school, and uh, but did Kevin Spacey win? Best actor Oscar for that movie? Uh, I don't know. I think it got best picture though. I think I messed up thinking for a second it wasn't a teen movie. It popped in my head and I was like, no, that's not a teen movie. Yeah. Well, Which that's why I'm trying to, that's why I'm trying to see if I can contest this. <laughs> yeah. Because if Kevin Spacey was nominated or won best actor, that means he's the main star of the movie. But who's the lead actress? It would be his wife, Annette, Annette uh, Benning. I don't know about that. Mm, I think it's probably the chick in the tub with the flowers. No, she's, oh, yeah. she's not even. <laughs> um, the girl from yeah. American Pie. Mina Savari. Mina Savari, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I don't really know where to put this. <laughs> like I said, I put it in my on my list and immediately crossed it off because I'm like, no, and I really didn't do the research, but I get where you're coming from. I don't know because here's why I think it's not a, okay. it doesn't fit. Kevin Spacey narrates the entire movie and the movie's about him and his life 
And he, even the scenes about his daughter, he's narrating. And he's he's dead at the end of the movie. Yeah. And then they comment on, you know, a dead man narrating. But I feel like the movie is about Kevin Spacey. All right, I'll just go to my next. Place. I think you're right, James. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna side with James on this one. Sorry, Drew. That's fine. It's a fantastic movie, but I'll yeah, go, I'm, I go I'm I go to my next pick, also starring Thora Birch. Introduce the world to Scarlett Johansson. One of my favorite movies. This uh, is this uh, is a good movie. The uh, Steve Buscemi is in it. Um, it's a movie I came across at a video store and was like. Okay, when I return this, I'm also going to buy it. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, it's Ghost World and just so many funny things, though. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's not really a main storyline, but the one guy that comes in and he's like, he's like working 16 hours. He's like, I'm so hungry. I could chew the crotch of a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. It just, it was. I don't know. That movie's so good. Um, th- those two in that kind of... Uh, uh, Man, I don't know this one. I no. was crazy. Daria kind of... Yeah, they're yeah. like Daria-esque. Yeah. yeah. I, You know, I really love Steve Buscemi in that movie. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi, like, you think about an actor, like a character actor, he's like oh, yeah. top of my fucking list. We should do a draft on character actors. We will. Yeah. <laughs> let's like let's write that down for future. I I'm actually writing it. If I don't know if you can hear the pen on paper, but we don't bullshit you here at the draft pod. <laughs> when we say we're writing something down, we're fucking doing it. That's right. <laughs> Let me cross that one off. Man, how did I just totally miss this movie? I don't know. It's so like I completely missed this movie. I know nothing about it, and it's got just insanely good reviews. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is one of those movies that uh, unanimously loved in a in a cult stance. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. got a huge cult following. Ebert, who can sometimes be a douche, uh, gave it four out of four. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety two percent. R.I.P. Roger Ebert, four out of ten. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, well, since I have another pick, uh, here's another one. This guy, hey. the main character, he did have a stint in high school through this movie. And when he did, he said things like, no, I will not make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, a- I'm going Billy Madison. Another, Billy Madison. Uh, Pick that I don't care. I will. I'll fight this one a little. No, bit that one. Than that I one I agree. Computer. That one I agree with because it is <laughs> yep, a coming. So, in. so this one was another one I wrote down and scratched off, which is kind of funny. I have <laughs> your last three, but I get yeah. Yeah. Um, he technically yeah went through all the classes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, it's definitely a coming of age movie because he never came of age. That's true. You know. Yeah. And this movie brought him to the man <laughs> that he was supposed to be all along. Let's just agree. This is Adam Sandler's best work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't say it's his best work because Happy Gilmore was right after and it was just as just as solid. Yeah. but I, I think Billy Madison's the best one personally. Happy Gilmore's right there with me. So Billy Madison, though, like those two movies yeah. created the Adam Sandler fever. You know, 
Yeah. The, the, the fact that he had the two back to back, like some of the funniest fucking movies of all time. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, and that's just kind of been a downhill spiral from there, but. <laughs> well, then he came back with Wedding Singer, and that was good. Yeah, well, and he had a lot. He actually had a lot oh, of good and, hits. And the movie where they were in Hawaii, Fifty First Dates. That's one of 50 my favorite. Fifty First Dates is a good movie. Uh, yeah. Long, the Longest Yard remake was a really good. Yeah. Really good movie. So he had a good stretch, and Billy yeah. Madison was kind of what started it, right? He had, so. Yeah, he had some hits, you know. And I even I'm actually favorable to Little Nicky, but. You know, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Popeye's cheese or Popeye's biscuits. Yeah. Popeye's chicken is fucking Popeye's awesome. Popeye's chicken is shit. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great pick. Billy Madison, The Blob. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> Anything that you can get Chris Farley in is fantastic. No, yeah. no, you don't. Well, I got a friend who does. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Well, you can imagine what it'd be like, though, eh? <laughs> um, I guess we're back to me now. This is for my eighth pick. And, uh, I don't know. I have a, movie, a couple movies written down that I think could easily be contested, so. I don't know here. Spit them out. Maybe I'll wait till the end to talk to you guys about them because they're not even really movies that I don't I don't they're movies that I don't even think I'd be that interested in. <laughs> but right now I'm gonna go with a movie um we've actually brought up before in past podcasts and uh we were surprised that we didn't choose this movie for other other categories. And it's got it's got my boy MJ Fox, and it's got him dressed in full wolf attire, dancing on top of a van. Yes, and that's Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf. There you go. It was actually I wrote it down second. (laughs) Teen Wolf is a great movie. You can go back and watch it, and always be entertained. The relationship with him and his wolf dad is a little bit weird, but <laughs> dude, when he opens the door and his dad's just standing there, full wolf regalia is so ridiculous. It's so funny, it's so funny to me. Yeah. But I just, just I, every th- every time I think of uh, Teen Wolf, I think of all the different facial expressions of Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's maybe the best facial expression actor that there is. Just the different looks that yeah, he gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Back to the Future, but in T-Wolf, he does it all the time. I love the idea of a of a werewolf that can control his powers and hunger and just be, like, cool guy werewolf. <laughs> like, who, yeah. who the fuck decided <laughs> that that's what it was going to be? It's so fucking great. I love it. Uh, uh, I just want to add one question to this is, what are you looking at, Dick Nose? <laughs> <laughs> the shirt Styles is wearing it. Yeah, that. yeah, oh, it's so good. What are you looking that, at? That Dick? poster, that movie poster, is one of the best movie posters of all time. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Which one are you talking about? The the one where he's like he's pulling apart his shirt. Yeah, yeah. And has like the wolf hair popping out. Yeah. This is a Letterman's jacket. Yes, yeah, so he's got yeah. the Letterman jacket on. Yeah. And Teen he's Wolf. a hell of a basketball player. Hell yeah, he is. He just kind of floats up there and drops it in, you know? <laughs> Beast. 
Oh boy. All right. Um, let's see. Where are we? Pick. I, I still have several to pick, so I don't, I gotta work them in. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. So, with pick eight, I got, well, I'm not gonna take that one till ten, cause you guys aren't gonna take it. Um, <laughs> so with pick eight, um, I am going to, I'm going to go with someone who's Again, already been in one of my other movies. I have multiple people that have been in multiple movies of each other on here. <laughs> um, this movie um, features it's a it's a buddy comedy. Yeah, and they go back to high school, and I'm taking my boy from Superbad, Jonah Hill. I'm taking Twenty One Jump Street. Let's argue it. Twenty One Jump Street. Anybody? Uh, I'm counting it because they went back to high school and it took place in high school. I know that they're older. Where do you guys sit on it? Um, I, w- I just want to know if they came to age in it. See, that's the thing. See, that's oh. – <laughs> and I almost agree with Drew because you think about it. Yeah, they go back to high school, but they're still getting paid from their job to be in high school. You know, they're undercover. Okay, okay I'll take I, it off. Yeah. I'll take it off. I think uh, if anybody's yeah. if anybody's coming to age, it's it's the yeah. kids that they meet in high, like while they're in high school. Yeah, I don't know. they're not the main characters. Yeah. Jonah Hill was kind of coming of age, but I get where you're coming from, so I'll take it off the list. I think he was actually uh, regressing in age. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um, Sorry, buddy. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I got other ones I want to take. So, um, hey, for a future for a future rule, I don't know if you guys will be interested in this, but it might make it might make for a little bit more fun, uh, game wise and pick wise. Is if a uh, if a movie is contested, you lose that pick, and then you have to wait and hmm. go back because may- you know maybe somebody would have you. So you take it at the end of the draft. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, you'd have to you'd have to uh, str- strategize a little bit, right? So if if my pick were taken here, then we'll say I would get you would basically a get pick two at the very at the last pick of the draft would be my makeup pick from right from losing yeah. this one, and somebody may take a movie that you actually or another movie that you, you know want. what I like that rule. Yeah, because we won't because do it this I'm time. This kind of guy, we're going to implement it right now. <laughs> Well, I'm going well, we already, I already, I already one at the end of the draft. I already got contested though, so yeah, I don't think we can yeah, do it. Yeah, but now. we didn't come up with the rule until just now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be the first one. That's the kind of guy I am. All right, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of depth that I'm working with in my picks. <laughs> I'm okay with it, but I do get my wraparound pick. Yeah, um, yeah. So with my wraparound pick, I am going to. Go back to 2001. Um, that's the year I graduated high school. Um, I'm going to go to a movie that features uh, two things that I love. Um, it has uh, it has dance and it has hip hop. So where am I going? I'm saving the last dance. Save the Let's last go. dance. Another. <laughs> so that's your number ninth. Your number nine pick. That would be my. Yeah. 
Right, ninth pick. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it'll be my – yeah, it'll be my ninth pick because yeah. I'm redoing my eighth pick. Right. So I'll, I'll leave a slot for where I'm doing that. But Save the Last Dance, um, I loved how it merged hip-hop and ballet. Um, I loved the the – her, the, the story, I actually, I think I cried in the movie when she told the story about how her mom died. Um, yeah. and like, you know, coming to see her and, you know, Julia Stiles was on fire at this point. You know, I movies think, like, what's that? I think the kid who plays the black kid in Saves Last Dance is the token black kid in Can't Really Wait and the kid. John who, Patrick Thomas. Yeah, the kid who the other black kid in Not Another Teen Movie says, dude, why are you here? It's yeah. that guy. See? Yeah. All of these people just keep going, you know, so um he was fantastic in that movie. Um Carrie Washington was in that movie for the people that love Carrie Washington. Uh the Tupac lookalike. Um you guys know who I'm talking about. The dude that was he was in Moesha as well. Mm, um I don't. No, not a big Moesha fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There was this dude that kind of like looked like Tupac and he was in a lot of these different um, hip hop movies or whatever. Or- I, I liked the girl that Brandy didn't like. What was the, the, oh, I wish I had known her name. It would have made the joke so much better. <laughs> you remember Brandy and that other singer had like a tiff? Monica. Monica. Yeah. And then the they boy did, the, is mine. they did the song together. Yeah. Yeah. I was more of a Monica fan. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, a, I was a big time Brandy fan. Uh, had the, had the tape, uh, had the poster in my room, uh, the self-titled album Brandy. Huge fan. Shout out Brandy. Um, but yeah, she wanted to get into Ju- Juilliard. He got into Georgetown. I liked the aspect of them, you know, kind of showing, uh, a different side of, of kind of the hood schools of, there's there's also the people that are within those schools that are that are doing some pretty you know big damn things and that kid was smart as hell he was cool as hell the man could dance he taught her how to dance um you know so yeah i i love it save the last dance it was just a fun ass movie yeah and now now you can save your last pick cuz it's my turn oh <laughs> all right so we're jumping back to old James Baby Breeze Brison Sizzle. Yes, sir. And I have um jeez. Mm, mm, mm. This is really tough, guys. This is really tough. Cause um because I have to put there's not enough room. We need 15 picks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have 13, so. <laughs> Technically, the three aren't on our team, but okay. yes. I, yes. This movie, it, this is actually a more recent movie, which oh, we, no. we don't have anything on our list, really. That's uh, oh, within, no. within the last couple of years. Uh-huh. I think this is uh, 2016. 2015, 2016 movie. And, um, it stars. Let's see here. You can tell this movie means a lot to James. Yeah. No, I just don't know the kid's name. I think. 
I looked it up actually his name because I I didn't know it. But his name is Liam Liam James. Yeah, he's the main actor in the movie. But the movie had like the adults around him are like Sam Rockwell, Steve Carell plays his like douchebag stepdad. Uh Tony Collette plays his mom. Uh the movie's called Way Way Back, The Way Way Back. Huh. And if you uh, haven't if you haven't seen this movie, go and watch it. Cut the podcast right now. Get up. Go watch it. And then come back and let... I'm just kidding. Finish the rest of the podcast because we're almost done. And finish the Freddie Prince Friday and the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> but the way, way back, it, it's uh, one of the most heartwarming movies I've ever seen. It's about a kid whose mom... Who's, uh, mom is dating this Steve Carell, and Steve Carell is this kind of just uh, overpowering douchebag type of guy. He's not he, Steve Carell is not funny in this movie at all. And uh, the kid ends up like they're they're on vacation in like a New England type of town, like a Cape Codish. Yeah, like a Cape Codish type, like a rich rich. Uh, uh, I'm really not explaining this well, am I? Jesus Isn't Christ. That movie it's not so much well, but not, a, at <laughs> not at all. <laughs> is that what this is? The movie where he's in the back of a station wagon, I think? He's in the, the back of a station wagon, yeah. And okay. That's, okay. yeah. And he, but see, yeah. he ends up, what happens is he ends up, he's on a summer with his mom and her boyfriend, and they're annoying him the whole time. So he kind of runs away and he find he comes across this water park in the little area that they're staying at. And Sam Rockwell is the manager of this water park. And he ends up becoming friends with Sam Rockwell and getting a job at the park without his parents even knowing. So every day, he instead of like being on summer vacation, he's actually going to this water park and working. And he's ha- like, he's coming of age. He's becoming okay. a man work. Sam Rockwell is, is his uh, mentor at this point, and uh, it's got um, what's her face from SNL in it. Um, oh God, I'm having a, such a hard time remembering names today. <laughs> um, is she on SNL now? No, it's uh, Kristen Wiig. Not Kristen Wiig. It's Maya Rudolph. The, Maya Rudolph from SNL. Oh, okay, okay. Maya Rudolph is his assistant manager. Okay. The movie is so good. It's so heartwarming. It's so funny. Sam Rockwell is so freaking fucking good. And uh, Steve Carell is even fucking... He's so good in it. And uh, one of the defining scenes in the movie, when they're driving up and the kid's sitting in the back of the station wagon facing the opposite way, Steve Carell is talking to him and asks him, what do you think you are on a scale of 1 to 10? And the kid said, I don't know, an 8? And Steve Carell goes... No, I think you're a four. And I oh. think you need, <laughs> basically like, that's, that's the kind of dick he is to this kid. Wow. And so the kid has zero confidence in the beginning of the movie and has nothing but confidence by the end. So. Nice. Check out the movie, it's so fucking good. Definitely check that out. Alright, Drew. On the main? Well, this may be contested, but. I don't, I don't see how it could be. Um, for my number nine pick, I'm going with the movie that 
it had a mixture between younger kids and older kids, but there were older kids that were in high school. For instance, Josh Brolin was definitely in high school in this movie. Yeah, it's on my list, so. Okay. Uh, then we're good. And I'm saying Goonies. Goonies. Goonies never die, suckers. I would go. I, I would uh, admit that that's a coming-of-age movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming-of-age. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I, to me, like, even the, the you know, the older kids learn a lesson too you know so oh, it's yeah. not just the the younger ones but yeah it's a fun movie everybody loves the goonies i yeah you don't even have to talk about it. i mean no, <laughs> no. everyone no. who's listening to this has seen goonies and if you haven't just stop listening we don't need you <laughs> yeah. and yeah. uh drew is right now truffle shuffling us right <laughs> that's a solid pick god, solid that pick. truffle shuffle was the bane of my existence as a fat kid oh my god do the truffle truffle <laughs> man I don't know it. <laughs> um, well, I'll go into number 10. I don't want to leave it off, but... Uh, then don't! <laughs> I, I could say it's tricky because the one, it involves high school kids, but they're, again, they're not in high school in this. The other one is about... What is it, It? No. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't in high school. Oh, I thought they were in the beginning. I don't know. Who cares? Um, The other one is... It definitely takes place in a school. High school. I mean, it's kind of an all-encompassing school. Oh, one of these two, one of these two. All right. um, I love... I, that we just this whole podcast is listening to people think. Well, it's, it's tough. <laughs> um, we should change the name. The, instead of the draft, it's listen to people think. Okay, I'm gonna go with this one because it's it's. <laughs> although the other one, it, like I feel like the other one would be contested more. So this one is uh, high school kids definitely coming of age. It's one of those in a box movies. It all takes place one day, one setting. Um, I freaking love this movie. Ever since I was a kid, several, I mean, you've already, we've already mentioned these actors in other movies on our list, uh, but a great cast, Ethan Embry, let's see, and then, uh, what was it, Rory Cochran, he was in Days of Confused, Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger, I'm saying Empire Records. Empire Records. I'm not, see, see I, I would contest it. Yeah, that Why? one all, that I don't one. think that they're in high school cause they're, they're yeah, because, because AJ, no, AJ's, like, remember the whole thing with AJ and, and Liv Tyler is they're debating on which school to go to. Like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go to art school in Boston so I can be closer to you. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. Damn it! Yeah. Damn it then! I did have okay. it, I had it written down, or I have yeah. it written down. See, I mean, some I, of them. That, I, yeah, that was one of my top picks. Had I not, yeah, I just didn't think that it was. I mean, definitely, I can. They're at that tipping point age. So, yeah. well, like the main kid, what's his name? The the dark haired kid that no, steals the money in the Lucas? beginning. Lucas, yeah. yeah, he's definitely not in high school. Yeah, I think he's definitely in college. But yeah. well, no. I don't even think he's in college. I think he. Well, just I mean, works. college age. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just that age. Yeah, right. right. So yeah, it was just. Well, yeah, I would say that Liv Tyler is probably the main actress in the movie, and if she's in high school, then yeah, 
Yeah, I'll give it to you. Damn. Damn. And I think definitely, pick. I feel like Ethan Embry definitely was. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably yeah. a dropout, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other guy, like I said, the, uh, the one guy and the one girl who tried to kill herself, I feel like they were, pr- they were probably older. Yeah. But. I, I don't it's a know. Fantastic I, movie. Yeah, I, I love this. Movie. Really good movie. It's nostalgic from the fact that we don't even have like stores like that anymore, which is such a bummer. Yeah, um, it's yeah. one of my favorite things. Like in life, was going to you know some store like that, getting the freaking CD and opening it up. Yep. That was so exciting. Yeah, and we don't get that anymore. It's like we click a button and it's kind of disappointing. It is kind of weird. That's yeah, why. That's why I kind of have gotten into records more lately. That's where I need to get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was so fun being it. Like you know, you go home. Like I know for me, like I go home and you know, open the book, just read all through the lyrics as they're going. Like yeah. you know, like really taking it all in. Yeah. It was like an experience, and like you said, now it's just a click of the button. Yeah. We have a, like a full discography of a band. <laughs> used yeah, to be exactly. That's to- why Empire Records, I think, is partially yeah. so good. Is it? It gives you the nostalgic feeling of that time. Yeah, and we had a we had a record store up there that was kind of it was kind of like that, and it was um, I, I would say that would be a combination of two places we had up there. But there was you know we we had that one record store that they were up there like, is Ohio. Yeah, up, up in know. Ohio. Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, it was you know you go in it was no bigger than like our living room here. But it was just full CDs and records and stuff. And the guy was always like, oh, you like them? He was one of those guys. He'd bust it. Yeah. Oh, he'd break open a CD to, like, have, let you listen to it and be like, yeah. oh, I think you'll really dig this. Like, he was really just had his thumb on the music thing. Like, it was just yeah. one of those experiences. Yeah. And that's uh, – yeah. and, like, having a CD booklet with the lyrics in it, that was the only way I ever knew what DMX was saying, <laughs> you know? And I <laughs> I love to get the lyrics and sing along. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then so. you, you were saddened when you realized it was just barking. <laughs> <laughs> but but just for everybody, he he didn't say, you know, what you yeah, were I, I, Yeah, he left that one out. Yeah. I only mouthed that word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to James for your final. Pick. You know what? I want to go on record right now and say I did say that word. <laughs> when that oh, word wow. was in the song, I said it, and that's because it's in the song, and it has nothing to do with race. I loved the song. Yep. All right. With the A. I, with I'll admit a. to it. I'll admit to it. Yeah, with an A. Well, yeah, I said Whoa. it. I said it how they say it. You know. Yep. I'm if, confused. If what the, did you say? If the rapper says, <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> Moving on to James' 10th pick. All right. My last. Wait, what was my ninth? Um. Oh, Goonies. Goonies, yeah. <laughs> okay. So my last two picks, uh, are basically just movies that are near and dear to me. And, uh, I thought that this movie was more popular, but apparently it wasn't. I don't, I don't know if you guys have even ever seen it, but uh, this movie I think came out around the 2000, 2001 time frame, and it has uh, Ben Foster as the lead character, and the movie is called Get Over It, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or heard of it, Nope. <laughs> but... 
The movie is about a, it's a kid in high school. It's his senior year of high school. And his girlfriend from the last three years breaks up with him right in the beginning of the movie. And the rest of the movie is him trying to figure out how to get her back, but then realizing that the girl that's helping him get her back is the one that he's actually interested in. Oh, I have seen this. And the girl that's, uh, the girl that's helping him is Kirsten Dunst. And it's the first time you fell in love with Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> and it's also got... Well, apparently not, because they still haven't seen it. <laughs> first time I fell in love with Kirsten Dunst. So what you're saying is you never fell in love. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> it's also got um, uh, What's-Her-Face from that 70s show, and yep. Meg from... Uh, Mila Kunis. Family Guy, Mila Kunis, yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah, that was one of her first uh, first roles. Cisco too. is in it. Cisco is Cisco in it. plays the, the token yep. black guy in the movie. Wow. Yep. Uh, you got Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks, is the best friend, and also yep. Kirsten Dunn's brother in the movie. And, Shane West. Yeah, Shane West plays the douchebag. Uh, he's got a British accent up until the very end. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I just ruined the movie. He's not British. <laughs> that's not it's not even a main thing. it's not even a main point but uh but yeah it's a if you watch the movie it's filled with like quirky little uh quirky little direction things that that the director added in like for instance when he, when the girl uh Allison is his girlfriend in the beginning of the movie she breaks up with him right in the beginning of the movie then the credits start to roll during the credits are him walking with his box of stuff out like away from her front door and down her driveway and out the street. And as he's walking, all these people from the town start coming behind him and forming a parade behind him. And uh, vitamin C <laughs> is singing love will keep us together. Like right behind him. <laughs> oh, vitamin C. Vitamin C is in the movie, wow. but, it, but it's uh it's such a good movie. Check it out. If you get a chance, but What's it called again, it's called uh get over it. Right. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. There's so many little quirky, little quirky, uh, just things in the movie. Quirks. Yeah, <laughs> little quirky. Oh, and, and also, not to mention, um, uh, fucking, I just, I, I had it written down. James has to look through his novella he wrote. Yeah. So this movie, uh, I'm, I'm, it's kind of coming back to me now. This is a true story. I went and saw this movie because Cisco was in it. <laughs> I I was a big, I was a huge Drew Hill fan. Loved Cisco, and yeah, I went and saw it because Cisco was in it. Oh, fucking Martin Short! Martin Short's in it. He plays the. They're doing a school play. He plays the the school drama teacher, and he's <laughs> so fucking good in it. He acts as though he's. He acts as though he's like tapped into Hollywood, like he knows all these people, but really he doesn't know anybody. It's so fucking funny. It's a good movie. Check it out. And I win, just so you know. <laughs> Definitely not. You guys need to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> With my, uh, so I have back to back picks now because, uh, I flubbed one. Yeah, you do. Um, you know, I know exactly the two movies I'm picking. And I think I'm going to save the better one for last, in my opinion. Um, so with my ninth pick, um, 
I, I'm, I'm picking this one. I, th- I think uh, this got a lot of negative reviews. Um, I thought it was excellent. Um, it was very <laughs> experimental. Yeah, pick this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, what you're going to say is this is my sixth man, and I don't give a damn because this is an excellent movie. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, The Hangover. Um, Todd Phillips did that. Todd Phillips also did this one. Um, so I'm going with Project X. Oh, man. That's actually a good pick. Yeah, I, yeah I don't know why that got bad reviews. It got so what they tried to do is take a bunch of non-actors and put them in the movie because they didn't want people to know them. Right. So the dude that actually played Thomas, the main guy, he had been in something before, and he had to, you know, um, he had to uh, audition several times, and finally they put him in. Most of the people, um, <clears throat> most of the people weren't actors in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, and Costa plays like one of the most, he's the kid from New York or whatever. He, he's a very, plays a very hated kid. <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm choked up about my pick. <laughs> um, it's so good. Um, but I thought it was super interesting. They did a different way of filming it. Um, it was kind of like, it was filmed from the student's perspective, and it, yeah, it kind of has some of the Blair Witch. It's a found footage movie, <coughs> the way the way they do it, and uh, it's actually it's a really it's a really fun movie, and it's written by the two guys who wrote uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Just that's a little insider info. I don't know if anybody has ever watched a, a man have a stroke right in front of them, but I think it's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andy's pounding on his chest trying to survive right now. We should call 911. <laughs> Did you eat a handful of popcorn or what's the deal? You're just all of a sudden like. <laughs> yeah. I told you, I'm very so- choked up about this one. Um, it's kind of a modern day animal house, if yeah. you will. Um I went and saw this movie alone in the theater. Um, so I had moved to, yeah, I moved to Ohio and, uh, my wife was, uh, she didn't come up right away. So just like a random Sunday, I was getting my oil changed and I was like, you know, I'm going to check this out. I went and sat in the theater by myself and watched it. And I just remember just loving the shit out of it so getting, much. Getting his oil changed, just so you guys know, that's Andy having gay sex while his wife was <laughs> out of town. <laughs> right before he went to the, see this movie. But, uh, it, it, you know, I just, I think it's the coolest party scene in uh, one of these movies ever. Um, multiple people tried to redo Project X and, there was a lot of stories of like across multiple countries and in the United yeah. States, a lot of them getting shut down because social media. And of course, like if there's that much being talked about it, somebody who's a cop or, or somebody who knows the cop is going to be able to alert them. Well, um, you know, uh, you know what project X came from was that viral YouTube video of that kid from Australia who threw the party and he's getting interviewed mm-hmm. by the woman, the Australian newswoman, and she goes, don't you think you should take your glasses off and say sorry to your neighbors for throwing this? Because the kid threw like a giant party in his neighborhood in Australia, and a bunch of property damage took place. 
on, on his like neighbors' cars and their houses and stuff. And she said, "Don't you think you should take your glasses off and apologize to your neighbors?" And he goes, "I'll apologize, but I'm not going to take my glasses off." <laughs> and it's like <laughs> to me, it's like it's one of the it's one of those uh, the like Thug Life videos before that Thug Life video thing existed. You know, yes, it's yes. like. I'll apologize to my neighbors, but I am not taking my sunglasses off. <laughs> but that's that's that news story and that viral video was what made them write this movie. And it's got one of it's it's got a couple great just um, one of them I didn't think was a party anthem, and another one's just one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, Heads will roll. Yeah, I mean. That's such a great song. I didn't really think that was necessarily a party song, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, <laughs> like it, it got me going. And then uh, "Pursuit of Happiness" by Kid Cudi, one of my favorite songs ever. So yeah, um, and it's that remix as well. Yep, and it's got Miles Teller in it. I'm a huge Miles Teller fan. Uh, he does some little dance move that, like, I remember trying to like do. Um, <laughs> And Miles Teller played Miles Teller, but it wasn't like he was Miles Teller, the college baseball player who came back to the high school party. It wasn't Miles Teller, the <laughs> actor. <laughs> it was kind of funny. These people like all use their names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm just a big fan of it. Uh, super underrated. It's a newer one, 2012. And it has a flamethrower in it. So Yes. <laughs> and drugs. If we want to do a list of movies with flamethrowers in them, maybe I'll do that as a as a single person list. <laughs> There's some good ones. <laughs> so for my tenth pick, I knew that you guys weren't necessarily going to take this, but this is one that you know is is a, a badass movie. It's a, it's a newer one, 2015. Um, takes place in Inglewood, California. Inglewood! Um, Inglewood! Up to no good. Um, and it's got, uh, the, the, the lead actor, his name's Shameek Moore. It was his breakout role. He was awesome. Zoe Kravitz is in it. ASAP Rocky. Blake from Workaholics is in it. Um, this movie is so freaking awesome. It's on Netflix right now, so check it out. It's dope. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I've been wanting to watch it. It's so good. It, it shows kind is of it like dope? a more. It is dope. <laughs> um, kind of shows a more real side of the hood, like more than what people think. Um, the kids, he's he's an incredibly smart kid, but he's super. Him and his buddies are are super into like '90s hip hop. Um, He's a geek in the hood, um, you know, and I think it, it was, it was a coming of age movie in real life for people too, because I think it helped a lot of, uh, some of the people that were in the hood that were kind of like nerdy or geeky and stuff like that. Um, it helped them kind of come out, you know, and be able to do that. There's, there's a, yeah. a quick scene in the movie where they talk about, um, they they do a flash up and it says shit white people like <laughs> or white shit skateboards manga comics Donald Glover trash talk TV on the radio getting good grades applying to college <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 so funny um, it, that is it's just, white people like <laughs> yeah yeah and it's 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 something these these uh, three like one of them's um, a lesbian. Um, then there's the the dude, and then there's like a, I think like an Indian dude, 
Um, and they're, they're the three friends. Um, and one of the things that's really cool is Malcolm, the, the lead actor, uh, he wrote an essay. He was trying to get into, um, some Ivy League school, ridiculously smart, but he's into 90s hip hop. So he wrote an essay breaking down Ice Cubes. It was a good day. Um, <laughs> and that resonated with me because my senior year, we had a teacher who had us break down a music song. A music and, song. Uh, this was pretty funny because she's like, I don't want any of that bubblegum pop kind of stuff, which, by the way, shout out to the pop groups. Love you guys. <laughs> uh, but so I ended up writing uh, a piece, and we had to talk it, walk it through in class, and I ended up writing a piece on Tupac's Wonder Why They Call You Bitch. <laughs> True story. But uh <laughs> Yeah, it dope is it's it's just a dope ass movie and I love the fact that it's you know, it's my last pick. It's it would be way higher except I thought I was gonna be able to get it later and I did, so I'm pumped. Check yeah. out dope, trust me. Hell yeah, I'll check it out. Alright, is that do we have our top ten guys? We have yeah. our top ten. Alright, I guess uh we've decided I I wanna mention that we've decided that rather than uh announce well, actually, you know what? We shouldn't even write them yet because we still have to do our honorable three mention. honorable mentions and our ad drops. So then we'll have what we're going to do from now on rather than read like the top five and then the top ten again. And we're what we're going to do is once we have our final top tens, then we'll all we'll recap at the final end of the episode. And you, it's up to you guys to decide who won, whose team is the stronger team. So um, let's reshake. Figure out who's gonna well, no. shake it up, shake it up. I don't know what you no, guys. Honorable mentions are still the same. I go first, or Andy goes first. What we we, we we shake it up for the ad for the drop. ad drops. We're not doing ad drops. Yeah. We're doing honorable mentions right now. Well, that's fine. We, either yeah. way, we could have done it. Either oh, could have oh, done yeah. it either way, but. Jeez, Drew. Jeez. Well, let's stick with the I format guess, we've been doing. Huh, so <laughs> All right. Um, so we just I'll changed go, the I'll... format. <laughs> <laughs> I just announced the change in the format. Uh, so I feel like people so will be up. confused if if I get number one and then I'm not going number one. Though. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're right. All right. All right, Andy. Go ahead, man. Give me your honorable All mentions. Right, so. For my honorable mention picks, um, my first one, there's all kinds of girls that are listening that are going to be pissed that we did, have not picked this yet. Um, you know, and uh, the movie about a bunch of huge bitches. Um, yeah, it's on my list. So, yep. So I'm going to go with uh, Tina Fey's uh, movie, Going With Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Um, so... Yep, that's that's the first one. So for all the people that love the bitches, that's for you. Uh, the next movie <laughs> I'm going to go with, um, you know, rest in peace to this guy. Uh, super sad how he died. And this was kind of a movie I don't think as many people knew about, but I was a huge fan of. So uh, the next honorable mention is Charlie Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett. I actually haven't seen it, but I really like Anton Yelkin. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's just a fantastic movie. Um, and if then, you guys, uh, if you guys don't know how Anton Yelkin died, it's because of that shifting knob on the Chrysler vehicles. 
people don't know the story. The shift knob, the way they have it set up is really fucking stupid. And he had a brand new Jeep Cherokee that he went to go open his gate at his Hollywood home and didn't realize the car was in neutral. And the car rolled down his driveway and crushed him on his pillar of his gate to his driveway and killed him. Do you know that story? Yeah. I don't know who the guy is, though. He's, uh... He's in Star Trek. The new Star Trek movies, he plays, um, the Russian guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Anton Yelkin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. he's He was an awesome actor, really cool guy. Yeah. And I actually have a movie on my list that has him in it for honorable mentions, so... (laughs) Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to make sure I shouted him out. Um, So, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, my, my last one... You know, I, there's a couple movies that we've already mentioned in previous podcasts, so I don't really want to use it for them, even though I'm such a huge fan. But you know what? F it. I have to. Drew took this from me uh, in one of our previous ones um, or one of our future ones. I don't know. Drew never took <laughs> um, the sixth man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got man in it, and it's also for the ladies. It's She's the Man. She's this the is man. my yeah, last yeah. honorable mention pick. All right. Well, for my honorable mention, I'll go ahead and, and shout out Anton Yelkin one more time. I feel like I'm saying his name wrong, but that's pretty close close enough. You guys can figure yep. it out. But it's the Fright Night remake. And he was in high school, kind of a nerdy kid. Vampire moves in next door, and he realizes a vampire moved in next door. So now he has to protect his neighborhood and his family. And his friends. Very good movie. Check it out if you haven't. It's actually, in my opinion, better than the original Fright Night. Nice. Which is probably uh, not a common stance. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I haven't seen it, so I can't say. You should check it out. It's got uh, Colin Farrell in it as the vampire. And he's so fucking good in it. And it's got uh, David Tennant in it as the magician that he goes and gets assistance from. Yeah. It's so good. Um, a second honorable mention I'd like to put in here is... I have so many notes. So much for your uh, <laughs> doing away from papers. Well, I thought... I don't know. I don't know if I'm better without notes or if I'm better with. I feel like I'm better without at this point. Yeah. Because there's just too much to fucking write down. I should just... But I also hate sitting here going, What's that guy's name? The fuck? Oh, he was in this thing? Oh, was he in this? Like, I hate that fucking shit. Well, you're still doing it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's killing me. You're actually doing it worse than you did before. I know. Um... I'm going to yeah. go ahead and put Finding Forrester in honorable mentions. Oh. Because I wouldn't have even thought of it until Drew brought it, brought it up. But I used to quote the movie all the time with my Sean Connery impression. Punch the quiche. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Can you uh, give me You're the Man Now, dog? You're the Man Now, dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finding Forster about a young black kid in a, in a, uh, ghettoy neighborhood and, uh, William Forster, a 
writer has been living in this neighborhood for years and he's a recluse and this kid ends up, they meet each other, they become friends and he teaches him how to write. And it's a, it's a really good, really good, uh, friendship story, budding friendship story. And I tell you what, that teacher, man, what a dick. <laughs> oh, I know. Dude, he was yeah. great, great villainous. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, what an asshole he was. And it, it's got such a good, such a good retributional ending with William Forrester finally getting out of his house. I won't ruin what happens, but. And my final, my final honorable mention is a movie that I really loved when it first came out and I watched it a lot for some reason, even though I was out of high school and it definitely wasn't a movie that fits my demographic, but it's The Princess Diaries and Hathaway. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really loved it. It's actually a really for good movie. For the ladies. No, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those are my three honorable mentions. All right. Uh, first ones for mine is going to be the one I was debating over for number 10. Um, I don't know. You guys might fight it, but I don't think so. Because to me, the lead character in this was a high school student. Uh, maybe not in the sequels, it might have evolved, but for this one, she was definitely the, uh, the main, the main story of it. And she went to a school for gifted people, Professor Xavier's school for gifted students. <laughs> oh god, no. no but <laughs> she came of age, she started to learn her things, she, uh, uh, you know, learn how to harness your powers. It's but the, you're talking about the movie X-Men? X-Men. Well, <laughs> to me, Rogue is the main story in that movie. Uh, Forget no. two and three. No. I don't no. think she's the main story. I think she's... <laughs> I mean, the first, like she's like the main character that's, that's highlighted because it starts with her, like... It yeah. starts with her take, or killing in, that in kid. And, yeah. Uh... I mean, uh, because I mean, they show, uh, well, I don't know. All right, everybody, Drew loves X-Men, but maybe we should just save this for our uh, superhero movie. You can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm on the fence because I, I do understand where you're coming from, that it's her yeah. story, but it's also an origin story of the X-Men and how the team was was. Created that's in a that's way. more of the point of the movie than the coming of age portion of it, which she then and, is also a part of. And I think Wolverine is actually the main. Wolverine was would, the main I point. Would agree in the first two movies yeah. at least. No, he's just what you remember. No, he's definitely <laughs> the main point because they, like, it was all him and uh, him and uh, Gene Gene's relationship and uh, Xavier trying to. Uh, get him to join the team and I don't know. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say no on that you one. You guys are both wrong. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I was like, I want to, I'll bring up, I was going to say Jurassic Park as a coming of age movie because of the two kids in the movie. But they're not in high school. The, the girl is probably about ninth grade. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> But in that case, I still would have fought myself because the movie is more about yeah. Ian Malcolm and, and Dr. Grant. And the uh, dinosaurs. And the dinosaurs. 
Maybe well, the dinosaurs uh, were dinosaurs. Yeah. T Rex is high school age. <laughs> um, I'm sticking supernatural, and this is one that definitely takes place in high school. Okay. A girl who is picked on a lot, and she finally gets her come up at the end when the uh, entire school uh, does a practical joke to put pig's blood on her. Okay. And I'm saying Carrie. That's a coming of age oh, movie. Man. That's good. You know, right. no arguing that one. No arguing that one. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> next one. You're really. Well, this is good though. This is this is the first time we've had any debates about anything. Oops, I almost wrote X Men in there. Um, I would even say Nightmare on Elm Street would be a coming of age movie. <laughs> I know. I thought. Well, I thought about how, all that Halloween, yeah. and everything, but they don't really. Come to age, I guess. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. But next one is uh, Lean on Me. I don't mm. know. You smell crack, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Lean on Me is a coming of age movie. Okay. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot of, lot of le- lessons learned by kids in that one. I agree. I was like, it's Stand By Me. Yeah, no, I wanted that, but that was, they weren't high school age. Yeah. Lean on me is a good, a good, uh, solid pick. And with his last one, Drew selects high school high. All right, let's go. <laughs> high school. High. Uh, well, I didn't, you know, I, this one was the one that I was just going to hold around because I knew no one else would grab it. Um, you know, you just mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street, same actor, uh, Johnny Depp. Is a crybaby, crybaby, crybaby. Why, why, crybaby? Why? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a high school movie. Man, I can't believe nobody picked a Grease. <laughs> I can't believe Andy didn't pick Grease. Uh, I did it. Yes. <laughs> I did it for the fact that I'd have every song in my head for the next month. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so there's, there's a whole bunch of other ones, but yep, we'll just uh, get into it. Yeah, we're gonna pick names now, and then uh, see who gets the first pick for ad drop. Drew, go ahead. Well, are is anybody even gonna ad drop? I don't know. We still gotta. And Andy's number one. I'm not dropping. You're not next. <laughs> James, same same lineup. Okay. Is my name even in there? Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> Did you guys want to do any trades? Because I'm not trading. <laughs> uh, I was actually thinking about something here. Well, let's let's go through the uh, let's go through the ten and see if. Well, let me. Andy drop or Andy decided no drop. So let me just see if I want to real quick, and then we can just do our finalized top. Perfect. Tens. Perfect. So I think that. I would like to. It might, it might hurt my uh, the. It might hurt the strength of my squad if I drop this one, but it doesn't really appeal to me the way the other one. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know what to do here. What's you know the power of Sean Connery <laughs> trumps. The power of Alicia Silverstone. Whoa! Whoa. I think. So I think that I am going 
Sean Connery's goddamn James Bond, man. If you have him on your squad, you win. Ooh, that's a heavy hitter to get rid of. I know, that's what I'm saying. Holy and Andy, crap. And Andy can't pick it up. I know. Well, I, I wouldn't have been able to anyway. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is cross off Clueless and put in Finding Forrester. Wow. Okay. Wow. So mm-hmm. Clueless is in the mix now. Too bad I can't get it. <laughs> well, here's what I'm going to do. I bet Andy would have dropped Juno for Clueless. No. Even, no? Though, even though I love no. this movie, it may not be the popular choice when it comes to getting the votes. So to amp it up with Clueless, I'm going to drop Ghost World and pick up Clueless. I think that was a bad, All right. that was a bad move. I don't you think so. Those... I, think, I, I don't think enough people... Have, I think more people are in Andy's boat that haven't seen Ghost World than... I think Ghost World is a cult niche, and you would have got all those people on your side. But I still have Donnie Darko as a cult niche, so... Uh, yeah, but now the Donnie Darko people that like Ghost World are pissed at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck you, James Wins. <laughs> I don't know. They look at my list and say... Holy shit, Andy, you did it. <laughs> you got ten movies that are all phenomenal. I think they look at yep. your list and they think it's the ten things they hate about you. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe it's the ten things that they hate about you guys. <laughs> all right. Because so, they're on my list. <laughs> so here's our finalized. This is our, our ten-man squad for teen coming-of-age movies. And for Andy, we have number one, Super Bad. Number two, American Pie. Number three, Ten Things I Hate About You. Number four, Back to the Future. Number five, Juno. Number six, She's All That. Number seven, Easy A. Number eight, Project X. Number nine, Save the Last Dance. And number ten, Dope. Andy was Dope dancing. List. <laughs> Andy, Andy's going for that millennial vote. Andy's dancing the whole time. <laughs> So, uh, this is James's squad, teen coming of age movies. Number one, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Number two, Say Anything. Number three, Weird Science. Number four, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Just think about Phoebe Kate's titties as I finish my list. <laughs> Number five, Can't Hardly Wait. Number six, Finding Forrester. Number seven, Not Another Teen Movie. Number eight, Teen Wolf. Number nine, The Way Way Back. And number ten, Get over it. I just won. <laughs> and for Drew's 10-man squad, the final list for teen coming-of-age movies. Number one, Breakfast Club. Number two, Dazed and Confused. Number three, Porky's. Number four, Rushmore. Number five, Donnie Darko. Number six, Wet Hot American Summer. Number seven, Clueless. Number eight, Billy Madison. Number nine, Goonies. And number ten, Empire Record. Empire Record. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it looks like you're in something. I don't <laughs> All right. Man. Those are pretty solid lists. But um, lists. I'm sure that people can't hardly wait to vote for mine. <laughs> Yeah, but you know I got the best list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, My that list was, isn't Fuck easy you, that was better. <laughs> so dope. 
And I'm so excited about my list. I'm going to throw a Project X style super bad ass American <laughs> Pie party. Yeah, well, but I feel like I but save the last dance for me. <laughs> I feel like I'll set an Empire record of votes for mine. Oh God. Mm. I killed that joke, didn't I? (laughs) I just shot that horse right in the head, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got one word for everybody. Teen Wolf. (laughs) That's two words. (laughs) Uh, What are we coming back with, host? So next time, join us where we are going to mock draft wrestling stables in preparation for WrestleMania. The rules that are going to be in place is we have to draft one manager one woman, and one tag team, and then the rest is free reign. Okay. like it. I like it. Can we, Can our manager also be the woman? <laughs> or has to be two separate picks? You know what? I didn't think about it, but yeah, you can do that if that's what you want to do. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So yeah, all, all the wrestling fans get excited. Uh, we're going to have... We may not have, uh, it's not about who's the best wrestlers, it's about the, what's the best stable. So, yeah, who uh, has the strongest they, team, the most dominant wrestling team. <laughs> yeah. So, join us next time. WrestleMania weekend preview wrestling stables. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> Wrestle prep. Wrestle prep a mania. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch us on Twitter at the Draft Pod. Vote for the best uh, squad at, at James. Your Twitter at James Bryan, B R Y I N, at X Mister Sparkle X, and at A Train Liner. All right, those are some cute so, handles. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and uh, at James Bryan. That let everybody know that we won or that I won already. Just hashtag winner. Drew and Andy. Hashtag you know the deal. Hashtag (laughs) it's all over. Hashtag you know the deal. (laughs) All right, guys. For uh, James, Drew, and myself, this has been the Draft Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Rooney's never die.